Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The social media giant under fire after a bombshell. The data analytics firm Cambridge Analytica allegedly harvested the personal information of 50 million unsuspecting Facebook users. And you can use money to amplify whatever you believe and get people to believe that what is popular is now truthful and what is not popular may not be truthful. Facebook's most valuable asset is how well it knows you. Every post you like, every page you follow, every friend you make. What we worked on um, at SCL and then later at Cambridge Analytica was data harvesting programs where we would pull data uh, from, from users of apps and, and all of their friend networks and uh, run that data through algorithms that could profile their personality traits and other psychological attributes. Consumer internet businesses are about exploiting psychology. And that is one where you want to fail fast because you know people are unpredictable and so we want to psychologically figure out how to manipulate you as fast as possible and then give you back that dopamine hit. There's an old saying that goes, trust takes years to build, seconds to break, and forever to repair. Think about it right now, this holds true for Facebook. When you go onto the world's largest social network, the message is simple, sign up, it's free, and it always will be. But too many have paid for those likes and those friendships and those posts with their personal information. So can Facebook survive this growing controversy? Polls show that we've started to lose trust with this tech giant. In the wake of a scandal that Cambridge Analytica used data from some 50 million people to target political advertising. Facebook is getting more than just a thumbs down. The company stock has fallen big time. Investigations have begun. And some of you are going into social media spreading the hashtag delete Facebook. As a society, let's think about it. Are we increasingly becoming numb to the idea that our personal information is being passed around like a bad rumor in high school? No doubt Facebook is navigating through some really rough waters. Will the data mining scandal bury the social media giant? Should you stay on Facebook? Should you move on? What's happening with your personal data? Is the sky really falling or is it just a spring shower? The ugly truth is that your information is extremely valuable and it's up for sale big time. I'm Kim Commando, America's Digital Pro. And in this podcast, you're gonna hear how your privacy settings may just be a ruse and why Facebook might be just too big to die or not, and how it makes money at your personal cost. As you listen to this podcast, I bet many of you are probably on Facebook right now. You're reading status updates, you're sending emojis, you're updating your profile picture, taking pictures of your food and posting recipes. You're sharing it all. But do you really trust the company? This scandal involving Cambridge Analytica has been in the news for weeks. And as the fallout continues, do you know what to look for? Do you know your online rights? 
I've contacted two of the nation's leading technology and data breach-related litigation attorneys. These guys are super smart. John Yanchunas is with Morgan & Morgan Complex Litigation Group. And Stephen Tapler, he's with the Ablett Law Group. John and Steve are co-lead counsels in a number of Cambridge Analytica and Android complaints. What I love about speaking with them is that they have the ability to just cut to the chase. They explain in language that we understand what the litigation is about, and most importantly, what it means to us as Facebook users. And let's start by talking about privacy. John, does anything really surprise you anymore? I mean, you've been doing data breach litigation for a while. Not anymore. Privacy has been a part of my practice since uh, the late 90s, and um, increasingly so. I am um, just appalled and amazed by the uh, poor um, policies that companies that have people's uh, personal identification information, as well as, uh, in the appropriate circumstance, personal health information, how poorly it's protected. Um, in this case, um, I guess what shocked me a little bit was a company of this size, which its values is based upon the uh, information of its users, that the company would have known about this years ago, uh, late 2014, early 2015, and not notified users who were affected, nor taken steps to ensure that it couldn't happen again. Clearly, the buck stops with the CEO, and Mark Zuckerberg has some explaining to do. Do you think he lied to all of us? I mean, listen to what he had to say nearly a decade ago. So who is going to own the Facebook content? The person who puts it there, or you? The, the person who's putting the content on Facebook always owns the information, and that's why this is such an important thing, and, and why Facebook is such a special service that people feel a lot of ownership over. Right? This is their information, they own it. And you uh, they, won't sell they it? They often want to, no, of course not. I mean, they, they want to share it with, um, with only a few people, right? I might upload a photo album that I only want to share with a few members of my family. So just to be clear, you're not going to sell or share any of the information on Facebook? What the terms say is just, we're not going to share people's information except for with the people that they've asked for it to be shared. We all know the saying, follow the money. And that's what this is really about. Our information is extremely valuable. And most of us have this false sense of security, thinking what we put online is suddenly made private within a really public forum. I'm sure you gentlemen have read the terms and conditions on Facebook. The rest of us haven't, but since you have read them, what do you think about them? Certainly, I've seen that. But at the same time, Facebook has gives users certain privacy settings. And by the same terms of service and other statements indicates that uh, consumers can rely upon that, those privacy settings. So, for instance, a user can say, I don't want the world to see my information, only my friends. Um, in, in connection with the past, at least, those seem to be of uh, no value or consequence. Because, obviously, consumers here did have privacy settings, and yet 50 million people's information was accessed without their knowledge. And, Steve, this proves that there was a lot going on behind the scenes with our private information. What has happened is that there's been a disclosure of information that users of, of Facebook never really agreed to. 
I don't know if a lot of people realize this or even know this, that the information allegedly was just going to be used for academic research purposes. Well, we all know that that didn't happen. If you were going to use it in that way, that there would be some way to make sure that that information um, stayed in the academic realm and was not uh, purveyed to uh, later purchasers, whether it would be for pub for political purposes or marketing. Or basically, it's for targeted micro-targeting services. Facebook can be very pervasive. You have your profile. In addition, you have Facebook Messenger. And in Messenger, you're able to chat away. There are live bots. So many people use it while they're on their phones. But all along, Facebook's mobile app is capturing all kinds of data about you. The, the who, the, the when, the where, um, and all of the information that um, about a phone call, how long it was, how long it took, the receiving party's phone number, um, and it, that included text as well. And so all of this, all of this context information, all this envelope information, started um, was was being captured by Facebook and put to whatever use Facebook puts its data to, which normally has to do with um, usage, which is, again, intended to facilitate their, um, their, their advertising revenue machine. So in essence, Facebook was performing a giant data suck. I mean, all of your calls, information was being stored by Facebook, but not only your information. This is the really scary part but all the information from every single person you called or texted to. Some of the sizes of these um, data captures by Facebook could be hundreds of megabytes of information about your life, about your digital life. So people really know that whether you hardly use Facebook or you're on it all the time, Facebook is constantly collecting information on you. Facebook has an algorithm that uh, focuses on, on people's liking pages and building profiles, which, you know, they then apparently sell to um, advertisers. Before we go on, let me ask you a question. Have you ever sat there on your computer and started searching for something that might be a little embarrassing? It might be controversial. Maybe it's just medical related. It's not you, it's somebody else. But consider for a moment how those searches might affect all the data points, all the data analytics that these big companies are tracking about you. And can that data, can those searches be used against you, say, up to and including increasing your health insurance rates? Well, coming right up, we're going to answer all of those questions. What about when it comes to your health? I've always had this nagging assumption that if you have a diagnosis or if somebody in your family does and you're possibly searching for treatments online, say somebody was recently diagnosed with cancer, you're hanging out on the message boards, you're reading every single thing that you can, and all of a sudden, all this data research becomes part of your profile. So John, what are the chances that Facebook would disclose that kind of information to say an insurance company? It would not surprise me that that is um, then sold to uh, insurance companies. You know, Facebook 
is a uh, money-making operation. The currency of the 21st century is information. That's how Facebook makes its money. Despite all the hoaxes, we all must remember that Facebook is not doing this for philanthropic purposes. Facebook is not free. They're in it for the money. Free at a cost. And the cost is what Facebook does with all of our information. So certainly we see on occasion an advertisement for, you know, some shoe store. While scrolling up and down your feed, you probably like a few pictures and posts. And Stephen, let me ask you, that simple tap of your finger has the attention of advertisers, right? Those likes are correlated with other data points to see what kind of targeted advertising can be sent to you or perhaps even news that you might find of interest. What if you've had enough? Maybe you need more than just a break. You don't want to deactivate your account. You want to break up forever. You want to delete your Facebook account altogether. You can delete your account, but you can't delete your information. Facebook is like the Hotel California. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Um, your, your information does not disappear when you deactivate your account or delete your account. All that information remains with Facebook. And think about it like this. Your information is like fine wine. That doesn't ever depreciate. I tend to think that it will never not become valuable because either it has um, current uh, current pertinent um, information to convey or it'll have statistical information over time to convey. That information will never lose its value. It seems like every week that some data breach is making headlines. Hackers gaining your personal data and your information and millions and millions of people affected. So, John, we as a society, we have to make a choice. But have we become more complacent or have we become more concerned? As more data breaches are announced, I think people uh, are becoming more concerned. Uh, I don't think they're more accepting. I think they're more concerned. And, you know, I think, for instance, uh, there's been reports just in Facebook of people who are deactivating um, or just leaving Facebook in their entirety because of, you know, the, the fact that they, they don't like their information being sold. Okay, so is this truly the moment of truth? This is Mark Zuckerberg's chance to convince us all that Facebook will straighten up and fly right. He says it's all about connections, people making friends and family members getting back together. But Stephen, the company is making money and really your information shouldn't be used to turn a profit. I think it's difficult today for any uh, company to be buried by a problem. Uh, if, you know, you look at, you know, the recent scandals in corporate America, uh, Wells Fargo, a banking institution, which we trust to keep our money, uh, sets up accounts without people's knowledge. Wells Fargo remains a viable banking operation today. Facebook might be losing a ton of users, but ultimately, they're going to survive. They are so big at this point. You know, it certainly isn't what the mission uh, on, its, um, on its splash page, on its homepage states, but I think it really cuts to the heart of the matter and that this is a profit-making, publicly traded company that has opaque, if, uh, opaque um, methods 
and opaque disclosures about what it is they really do with your information and why. But John, let me ask you, do you think Facebook may be just too big to fail? Acting out of consequence, not out of conscience, because of the delay uh, in its actions and I'm sure they're doing everything they can to maintain uh, their viability. So, John, anyone's listening right now, what can they do if they want to learn more about the litigation that you have in place against Facebook and Cambridge Analytica? Uh, Sure. Um, So we maintain a pretty robust call center and um, morganmorgan.com. They can just uh, reach out to uh, that website and um, it's... It's banned 24 hours a day, and um, they'll get a response. Hey, John, can you just spell that web address for us? Yes, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N-A-N-D, Morgan.com. Facebook is worth a ton of money. It generates revenue for advertisers on the site. But clearly, Facebook's going to have to make some major changes. So right now, Mark Zuckerberg is in damage control. For years, he's collected the shares, the likes, the information of billions of people worldwide. Now even Congress is getting involved, and they want answers too. He's got a tough road ahead to win back our faith in his company. Restoring its reputation won't come overnight. And time will tell if it stays or becomes, say, the next MySpace, and Mark is looking for a job like Tom. If you want to delete your Facebook account, we've got all the steps over at commando.com. I actually deactivated my Facebook account many months ago, even before this controversy. I just got tired of the big time suck that it was in my life, just hanging on Facebook and not doing anything. So whether you want to deactivate or delete your Facebook account, just head over to commando.com. That's, of course, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the search box, just type in deactivate Facebook or delete Facebook, and those free tips will pop up for you. But if we want to look at a silver lining in any of this, the Facebook breach is making everyone more aware of the need to actually guard our information, not trust others, not trust big business to do it for us. And if you want to stay current with the latest in protection, data breaches, technology, survival, investment security, we've got it all covered. You don't want to miss these extended interviews on our Commando On Demand podcast. And don't forget to also subscribe to Tech News Today. It gives you the daily update. You can listen to it on your way home, as well as Tech News This Week. You can subscribe to any of our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast reader. And if you want to learn more, of course, we have a special section at commando.com. That's commando.com slash podcast. And a special thanks goes out to John Yanchunas and also Stephen Tepler for making this great podcast possible. And of course, to Vic Fiorello for putting it all together for us. And of course, the mighty Mike James for mixing it up and making it all sound so good.